Ray Brown's Talking Birds. Made possible by the generous support of the Birdwatchers General Store, Orleans, Cape Cod. Birdwatchersgeneralstore.com. By Vortex Optics. With the VIP warranty, their unlimited lifetime promise to keep you and your optic covered. Learn more at vortexoptics.com. And Quest Nature Tours, offering expert-led small group tours for bird and nature lovers since 1970. Explore exceptional journeys around the world at questnaturetours.com. And Beautio Books, an independent, family-owned bookstore carrying one of the largest selections of birding books in the world. Beautiobooks.com. Good morning. Welcome to our show, number 904. Well, three things that sometimes seem like they might be around forever. Blue jeans, Beatles music, and the ivory-billed woodpecker. About a year ago, federal wildlife officials said it was time to declare the ivory bill extinct. However, that hasn't exactly happened, at least not yet. Following a recent public comment period, the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service says it is evaluating all submitted materials in a scientific manner. Earlier this year, a research group called Project Principalis claimed that surviving ivory bills have appeared in several of their trail camera photos and clips from drone footage as recently as last December. So initially, the agency had until September 30th of this year, a few days ago, to finalize its ruling according to federal law. However, officials decided to extend the decision by up to six months, the decision deadline. So this presumably gives the agency until the end of March 2023 to make a final determination as to whether the ivory-billed woodpecker is officially extinct. So we will, as they say, stay tuned. We've heard from... Lots of listeners with some wonderful audio postcards from all over, and we'll be hearing more soon. But today we're, we're going to hear from the lady who originated the avian audio postcard idea, our own Freya McGregor, who has a report for us right now from the Peach State. Good morning, everyone. It's Freya McGregor here. I'm at Fort McAllister State Historic Park, just near Savannah in Georgia. And that really odd noise was a clapper rail. I'm uh, really close to a big salt marsh and we've been hearing clapper rails making their really funny squeaky sort of calls all morning. Uh, I think they get their name clapper rail because they sort of clatter or clap their beaks together, hiding out in salt marshes. Uh, you almost never see them, but they make such an odd noise. I just wanted to share that with you. Okay. Ah. <laughs> Bye. That's our Freya down there in Georgia. And I think next week we're we're going to have a listener postcard from Utah. That would be a, a fun one as well. Well, instead of a conservation salute this week, we will repeat a conservation suggestion, courtesy of our own Debbie Bleacher. Voting is one of the best ways to make a difference for the environment. You can do that by voting in the midterm elections on November 8th. Go to vote.gov to register. 
That's vote.gov. All right. Thank you, Debbie. You did that so well. We're going to have you come back on the show again this morning in just a few minutes in an extended live format. Uh, Meanwhile, we have this. It's our mystery bird. This is our mystery bird contest preview. The actual contest a little bit later on, getting you ready for that now. Our mystery bird is a medium-sized, plump, heavy-chested songbird with two white wing bars and a large, stubby, curved bill. The male is mostly red, female mostly gray. Our bird is an irregular winter visitor to the northern U.S. and southern Canada from its breeding grounds up in northern Canada and Alaska. It feeds on seeds and buds, fruit, and a few insects. That would be our mystery bird and Terrific prizes include a $15 gift certificate for Beautio Books, home of one of the largest selections of birding books in the world, and a month's supply of delicious Super Seed crackers from Mary's Gone Crackers, bakers of delicious crackers in their own dedicated organic bakery in Reno, Nevada. Those are the prizes and the sound and some clues to our mystery bird. So we'll be uh, inviting your calls on that in uh, just a little bit. Well, here's the latest on our ongoing Make Your Own Swag contest, featuring wonderful weekly prizes and a spectacular grand prize, which I'll remind you about in a minute. First, though, our esteemed panel of judges has chosen as this week's winner, Tiffany Couch from Norman, Oklahoma. Yeah, Tiffany has won a $50 certificate for plastic-free office goods and school supplies from Wisdom Supply and a copy of Mike O'Connor's best-selling book, Why Don't Woodpeckers Get Headaches? And she's eligible, eligible, that is, as our all-contest entrants in the random drawing for the grand prize birding scope from Vortex Optics, the Vortex HD Viper spotting scope, about a $1,000 retail value. We'll get Tiffany's picture, too, up on our website and Facebook page for all to see. It's pretty cool. It's not too late to enter our Make Your Own Swag contest, but do hurry. Here's how it works. You send us an email requesting a Talking Birds iron-on patch. This is not going to cover up your whole jacket or anything. It's just like one inch by one inch, something like that. So you request the patch, and we'll send you one, or more than one if you like. And then you attach the patch to a hat or jacket or maybe a backpack or a scope cover or whatever and take a picture of yourself or a friend with the patch attached. Send the picture to us. We'll choose a favorite uh, for the next several weeks. And uh, next week's prize package, by the way, consists of three two-pound bags of delicious bird-friendly birds and beans coffee. That's a retail value, about $75.00. And another of Mike O'Connor's best-selling books, Why Do Bluebirds Hate Me? That's next week. And then we'll do that random drawing from among all entries received for that grand prize Vortex Spotting Scope. So send your patch request uh, right to me, ray at talkingbirds.com, ray at talkingbirds.com. No G there. We'll send you a patch with full instructions. So request your patch. Today, the address again, ray at TalkingBirds.com, and good luck. 
Saluting some Talking Birds ambassadors, helping us get the word out about the show and about birds and conservation. And thank you to Kiki and Sam from Provincetown, Massachusetts, an amazingly wonderful place way out there on the tip of Cape Cod and a wonderful place for birding. Thank you, Kiki and Sam. And thank you to Mike Murphy from Hazleton, Pennsylvania. Mike says he's only been birding for a year, started taking photos and including birds on his life list only that I've successfully identified, he says, through my photo. I use eBird to visit hot spots in eastern Pennsylvania where I've encountered many birders that are always willing to share their birding knowledge, often helping me ID a bird. I often mention your show as something I really enjoy. Well, thank you for that, Mike, and for becoming a Talking Birds ambassador. We have another ambassador explaining why he likes being one. My name is Chris Rohn, and I'm from Tucson, Arizona. Being a Talking Birds ambassador has allowed me to pass on lots of information to other people who aren't necessarily birders but are interested in birds. You should become a Talking Birds ambassador because it helps everyone to understand our world of birds. Talking Birds listeners, we hope you'll join our ambassadors family. Just visit our website, TalkingBirds.com. Join today, and thanks. And thank you, Chris. Still to come today, Debbie Bleacher will rejoin us with a report from the Talking Birds Science Corner on how we can all engage in citizen science. Plus, we'll have Mike O'Connor in a Let's Ask Mike live segment about the just-released winter finch forecast. Last year, forecaster Tyler Hoare predicted that due to an abundant natural food supply, birds like red poles, crossbills, and siskins would stay up north for the winter, And he was right. But will this winter be different? Mike is reading the report as we speak. At least he claims he is. And he'll fill us in a little later this morning on the show. And up next, we present a seagoing featured feathered friend presented by Birdwatching Magazine. For more than a quarter century, Birdwatching has been North America's premier magazine about wild birds and birding. Some ducks quack. Some ducks seem to ask questions. Today's featured feathered friend is one of the ducks that whistles. It's the black scoter, a medium-sized sea duck, which, unlike its close relatives, the white-winged scoter and the surf scoter, is pretty much entirely black except for at the base of its beak, where there's a large yellow knob that gives it one of its nicknames, Butterbill. That's the male. The female is dark brown with pale cheeks, chin, and throat, and the yellow knob is much less noticeable than on the male. The black scoter dives for crustaceans and mollusks while wintering on seacoasts, sometimes in very large flocks known as rafts, In nesting season, it feeds on insects and larvae in freshwater habitats. In North America, the black scoter breeds in Labrador and Newfoundland to southeast Hudson Bay and winters along the Atlantic and Pacific coasts of the U.S. and Canada, as well as along the Gulf Coast, with some overwintering on the Great Lakes. Black scoters sometimes perform an unusual display while swimming, in which they look momentarily as though they'd suffered a neck injury. 
as they flapped their wings with their body held high and thrust their head downward. It's the whistling Butterbill, the Black Scoter, Melanetta Americana, today's Talking Birds' featured feathered friend. Look for it this winter if there's a seacoast near where you are. Welcome again. It's our show number 904, and if we're going to talk about something to do with science, I think we'd better enter the Talking Birds science corner here. Come up to the lab and see what's on the slab. And of course, it's Debbie Bleacher that's there in the science corner. Good morning, Debbie. Good morning, Ray. Well, I understand, Debbie, there are a few bird-related citizen science projects going on this fall or about to start, and uh, I wonder if you would tell us about them, but maybe we should ask first, uh, for those who uh, are unfamiliar with it, what what is uh, citizen science? Oh, sure, yeah. Citizen science is the practice of public participation in scientific research. So in the projects I'm about to describe, people who maybe didn't even study science in school can contribute to huge studies that monitor bird populations. All right. Or those who... uh tried to study science in school and <laughs> didn't work yeah. out all that great. Well, that, it sounds terrific. So what about uh, some projects coming up this fall? Well, I'll start with one of my favorites, and that's mm-hmm. Project Feeder Watch. Mm-hmm. This is a November to April survey of birds that visit backyards, nature centers, and other areas in North America. You don't actually need a bird feeder, even though it's called Feeder Watch. All you need mm-hmm. is an area you can watch regularly that attracts birds. So all you do is count the birds in that area for as long as you like on days that work for you. And each time you count, you enter your counts online. That's it. Um, As simple as it sounds, these counts are extremely valuable because they contribute to a continent-wide data set of bird distribution. Yeah, we know there aren't enough scientists around to do all this themselves, so they count on the rest of us to help out. It's 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 a wonderful idea. Okay, so what's next? A hawk watching. Fall is a great time to monitor migrating raptors. Um, Hawkwatch International sponsors sites in the American West and Southwest, but you can count raptors anywhere that gives you a clear view of the sky, such as a mountain ridge. You can download ID sheets and tips from Hawkwatch's website. As always, you need to enter your data afterwards so it can be pooled with other people's data to make a good picture of raptor populations. Mm, All right, fantastic. Uh, Any others? Yep. Um, I thought I'd give our listeners lead time to find a Christmas bird count in their area. (laughs) Okay, 9th of October, Christmas already. (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? Well, this is just in case I don't get to come back on the show to tell them uh, closer to the actual date. Okay. Um, So the Christmas bird count runs every year from December 15th through January 5th all over the Western Hemisphere. Hmm. Groups of people who get together to do this are called count circles. When you sign up at the website, you get information on where the count circles will be in your area and when they'll be counting. Mm-hmm. All right. Terrific. Now, I think I know the answer to this next question, uh, uh, Debbie, but I'll, <laughs> I'll ask it uh, anyway. How do we find uh, these websites that you mentioned? Well, I am so glad you asked, Ray. <laughs> <Me too. laughs> I have put a new page on our website called Citizen Science. Mm-hmm. So to find it, you just go to the Get Involved tab on our homepage. And you click on Citizen Science to see all the projects I've mentioned and plenty more. All right. Run that by us one more time, if, if you would, just so everybody gets that. Sure. So um, you go to our homepage, TalkingBirds.com. Uh, click on Citizen Science. Uh, sorry. Homepage, Get Involved, mm-hmm. Citizen Science. Homepage, Get Involved, Citizen Science. Okay. Got it. Thank you so much, Debbie. Oh, you're welcome, Ray. My pleasure. That's our visit there to the... 
Talking Birds Science Corner with our own Debbie Bleacher. Don't forget that website. And if you missed it, over there, it's uh, TalkingBirds.com. Get involved and citizen science. All right. That means that coming next, it's our mystery bird contest in just one minute. The flutter of a tail feather. The flash of a wing bar in mid-flight. You don't always have a lot of time to identify a bird in nature, let alone to appreciate its beauty. But with Vortex Optics, you'll have the power to bring every wild moment closer. When you choose Vortex, you're choosing to have a partner in the field as passionate about nature as you are. Whether you're spotting old friends on the backyard feeder or packing for a once-in-a-lifetime trip to add a few species to your life list, Vortex offers a full range of optics and optics accessories for every birder and every budget. And whether the birds are taking you to another state or another country, you're always covered by the Vortex VIP warranty, an unlimited lifetime promise to keep you and your optic covered. If you'd like to learn more or if you need help choosing your next optic, Give Vortex a call at 1-800-4-VORTEX or visit vortexoptics.com. By the way, we hear from folks uh, quite often who hear our show uh, via podcast, which is terrific. But there's a way to listen to our show live wherever you are, and that would be online. Any kind of uh, internet-connected device uh, would uh, do it. So you could enter our Mystery Bird Contest and hear the show Live, And if you go to that same website we've been mentioning there, TalkingBirds.com, you can see how to do it. Just click the Listen button over there. And our live broadcast, by the way, is on Sunday mornings from 9.30 to 10 Eastern. And this is our mystery bird. It's a medium-sized plump Heavy-chested songbird with two white wing bars and a large, stubby, curved bill. The male is mostly red, the female mostly gray. And our bird is an irregular winter visitor to the northern U.S. and southern Canada from its breeding grounds up in northern Canada and Alaska. Feeds on seeds and buds, fruit, and a few insects. Clues in the sound of our mystery bird. Beautiful prizes include a month's supply of super seed crackers. From Mary's Gone Crackers, bakers of delicious crackers in their own dedicated organic bakery in Reno, Nevada. Plus a $15 gift certificate for Beauty-O Books, a wonderful company, a family-owned company, home of one of the largest selections of birding books in the world. Those are the prizes, and here is the all-important phone number, which we urge you to call as soon as possible, so we'll have time for the actual contest, which is kind of important, I think. 781-837-4900 is the number. That's 781-837-4900. Meanwhile, let's ask Mike live in just one minute. Beauty-O Books carries one of the largest selections of birding books in the world. New, used, and rare books covering everything from backyard birding to general ornithology, from field guides to photography skills, biography, fiction, and humor. You'll find it all, along with the knowledgeable customer service you've been looking for, in one convenient place. Beautyobooks.com. B-U-T-E-O. Beautyobooks.com. Quest Nature Tours has offered exceptional tours for bird and nature lovers since 1970. In 2023, join us to Quest for the Quetzal in Costa Rica or our brand-new Zambia Safari. 
see amazing wildlife, and explore habitats with travel companions who truly enjoy nature. Talkin' Birds listeners receive a $150 credit towards their first tour. Visit questnaturetours.com today. Birds and much more, guaranteed. It's Mike O'Connor time. He's down there at the Bird Watchers General Store on Cape Cod looking out the window and seeing if any winter finches are arriving yet. I know it's only October, but we've already been talking about Christmas, so who knows? Good morning, Mike. We don't we don't have Mike. All right. No wonder he's so quiet there. He is down there. We're pretty sure about that. And uh, he just doesn't, I don't know, doesn't feel like talking. Oh, we'll just move on to something else then if he's not there. We'll what do you think, mean I'm not there? Oh, you're there? <laughs> oh. You, <laughs> maybe we, it must have been this knob here that we didn't turn up. That, that must have been it. Sorry. sorry I've been waiting for an hour and a half. You've been standing and by. And I'm running out of dimes to put in the phone. <laughs> We appreciate it. You don't use slugs anymore, do you? <laughs> well, don't tell anybody. No, I don't. That. Does anybody remember slugs? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, moving on there. So Tyler Hoare has created this new forecast for winter finches coming down from way up north into the lower 48, southern Canada. What do we know? Yeah, well, like you said on the lead in that last year he predicted because of it. It's all cyclical. The trees up mm-hmm. north, the, the mountain ashes, the white and yellow birches. The cone crop, the acorns, sometimes there's an abundance in the birds up there. And I'm talking uh, evening grosbeaks, red poles, purple finches, pine siskins, bohemian waxwings. They all stay up north because they don't want to leave if they don't have to. They eat the food. But when the cycle spirals down and there's not a, a, a bunch of food, the birds head south. And this year, according to Tyler, the birds might be heading south because according to his network of volunteers who study all these trees, there isn't a lot of food up there. It's a natural cycle, and I think something we talked about off the air, that the drought and the fires contributed to it also. So it's a tough time for the birds, so they'll head south and they'll come our way. And at the beginning of the year, they kind of go to the northern states, and if that food supply winds down, they push further and further south, and some some of the sites even as far as Arizona might be coming down across the Rocky Mountains. So if there's birds that you're not particularly familiar with, and this is exciting for bird watch because we get to see birds you usually have to drive to Canada to see, including evening grosbeaks and pine grosbeaks and crossbills and stuff, you might want to learn about those, especially purple finches, because we all have house finches, but the similar purple finch, a little brighter, a little bigger, is it's a little bit it's similar. So you might want to study between that and house finch and the purple finch, because you might be getting purple finches in, in pine siskins. Again, similar to a, a goldfinch, but a lot streakier, so here's a chance to study those. And it, they said uh, red-breasted nuthatches are coming down. I, I already have a ton. I've even had a few purple finches. And bohemian waxwings, the bigger cousin of our cedar waxwing, again, is a good time to notice the difference. Pay attention to those. And most of these birds, waxwings will come for water, but most of the birds will come for sunflower seeds. And the good news is, if there's any good news in the bird seed industry lately, is there seems to be a good crop of sunflower seeds. So hopefully, as the birds arrive, the prices of the seeds will drop down. So maybe maybe we'll get a break there. Finally, the sunflower seeds are supposed to come down in a few weeks, so hopefully that'll be the case. So this is a good year. That only happens every few years where the birds come down from the north. So people who have feeders, or even if you don't have feeders, you go for bird walks, 
pay attention to some of the similar birds to make sure they're not some of these more different ones. And and, and I think, if, unless I'm wrong, one of the birds that's coming down this year, we hope, might be the mystery bird itself. So there you go. Oh, right, the mystery bird. <laughs> I, I, thank you for not mentioning it, and I'm yeah. su- surprised that I, that I didn't. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> And congratulations on Tiffany. She won a copy of my book. This could be the best thing she's ever done. Never mind that spotting scope. A yeah. copy of my book is worth way more, so she she really likes She's just going to use that scope to look at your book from a distance, I think, <laughs> is what she's going to do. She's very excited about, uh, very, about and, and, Well, one more thing before I go yeah. is everybody asks, is this going to be a year for snowy owls? Oh. And uh, kind of the opposite is true, because there wasn't a lot of food up in Canada, naming lemmings, the snowy owls didn't reproduce, and thus there probably, according to my sources, won't be a lot of snowy owls to see this year All because right. they didn't have as many lemmings, they didn't produce mm-hmm. as many kids, and the kids are usually what comes south. So might mm-hmm. not be a good year for snowy mm-hmm. owls, but since I don't sell snowy owl feeders anyways, <laughs> I don't care. Who cares? Oh, by the <laughs> way, I almost forgot. Uh, De- Debbie Bleacher is still here with us. I think she wants to say hi to you as we uh, wrap up here. Um, hey, Mike. How you doing? Hey, see that? Debbie! I Yay, that Mike! <laughs> <laughs> I love your shows. I love your little snippets. They're awesome. Ah, well, I love yours too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. I'll let you kids talk about this later, but we'll move on <laughs> in the show here. Talk to you next week, Mike. Okay, you guys. Happy Indigenous People Day, everybody. Exactly on yeah. uh, the tenth, um, of course. Sure. Yeah. Mystery bird contest right after this. Every Wednesday, Birdwatching Magazine sends an e-newsletter full of information of interest to birdwatchers, including recent news stories about birds' conservation and science, photography tips, stories about places to go birding, bird ID tips, and much more. Best of all, the newsletter is free. Sign up today at birdwatchingdaily.com newsletter. Here's that mystery bird uh, one more time. Uh, let us know what you think it is. 781-837-4900 uh, would be the number to call there. And I think we have Lauren in uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Good morning, Lauren. Hey, good morning. Good morning. You sound very lively out there in Pittsburgh this morning. <laughs> you must be getting ready for the Steelers game. Was that it or not? <laughs> Yeah, up watching birds and getting ready for the Steelers to win. <laughs> birds and football. Nice combination. <laughs> All right. So what about our mystery bird, uh, Lauren? What do you think that was? Sir? Yeah, my guess is the pine growth beak. Boy, that is one heck of a guess. And it's not only that, but it's absolutely right. Pine growth beak. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yes, indeed. They call it the mope. Did you ever hear that? Up in, up, no. in, up in Newfoundland, anyway, because it, it, it moves so slowly and is uh, relatively tame. However, they, they do have quite an appetite. I understand. I've never seen this, but they will find a tree full of fruit and stay there until they have consumed all of the entire tree's fruit. Okay. So uh, I guess that's why they're so slow. They don't want to go anywhere. They have, they have, they have food to eat there. Oh, boy, some food out for them. Yes. Hopefully they'll come down this that far. Yeah, we hope so. We just heard they might. So, yeah. I heard anyway, that. Yeah, nice work. I think we have time for a bonus question, too, if you want to give it a try, Lauren. Oh, sure, Want sure. to try that? Let's see which Absolutely. one. It, oh, it's this one right here. So, um, let me see. Um, last week, our mystery bird turned out to be the greater roadrunner. And that bird has this interesting adaptation that helps them thrive in their desert environment. What is it? Multiple choice. A, 
sweat glands that allow them to cool off when there's no shade available. B, salt glands that allow them, allow them to shed excess salt without using up precious water. Or C, scent glands that help them detect the presence of wily coyote. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to guess, my guess is B. B, that would be the salt glands that allow them to shed excess salt, which would be the right answer, yeah. Oh, wow. That's, yeah, that's, that's pretty interesting because they can't afford to lose any water with, uh, you know, any kind of uh, bird perspiration or anything like that. So, so salt glands, just like seabirds have, kind of, kind yeah. of amazing. So you've won the Wisdom Supply Certificate, uh, Lauren, as well as those other terrific prizes. And if you'll stay on the line, uh, Jesse will get your info. Hey, thanks a lot. Thank you so much, Lauren, correctly identifying the pine grosbeak. That's our show for today, tomorrow, Columbus Day. And as Mike mentioned, we'll be celebrating Indigenous Peoples Day, which recognizes and celebrates the heritage of Native Americans in the history of their nations. Thanks for being with us. See you next week. The bird show. I like that. Ray Brown's Talking Birds. Made possible by the generous support of the Birdwatchers General Store, Orleans, Cape Cod, birdwatchersgeneralstore.com. By Vortex Optics, with the VIP warranty, their unlimited lifetime promise to keep you and your optic covered. Learn more at vortexoptics.com. And Quest Nature Tours, offering expert-led small group tours for bird and nature lovers since 1970. Explore exceptional journeys around the world at questnaturetours.com. And Beautyo Books, an independent, family-owned bookstore carrying one of the largest selections of birding books in the world. Beautyobooks.com.